I start to flirt with a Texas pretty manager at a local farm cafe and say, I thought of you last night while watching Rushmore. I didn't realize the movie was filmed in Dallas. Texas pretty manager says, I actually went to the rival prep school where they filmed it. And I say, I want to shoot my white privilege all over your chest so bad right now. Holla! My son thinks you're a solid 7.9 by Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader Standards, and he's a tough critic. Holla! <laughs> Can I interest you in some too tall Jew up in your grassy knoll? Too tall Jones lives. Holla! America's team in the house. LeBron James has definitely achieved sustained stiffage already. Holla! That bandwagon fucking hack. Thank you! Very much! But back to the Texas pretty manager. I had, we can bang out! A new and improved version of Camelot together. Ha! New money isn't as money. Ha! Vineyard Vines dress for new success. Boom shakalaka. Camelot 2.0 up in your grassy knoll. Ha! Thank you. Very much. We will invent a new sexually charged romance language together. Holla! And jam some sticky Shakespearean juice into the King's English in the process. Holla! Samuel Johnson, I fucked up. I can't take no more. Holla! You're wholesome. Banger pretty looks are all I need to resurrect Latin back from the dead. Holla! Carpe these nuts. Holla! And we'll make romance languages great again. And fuck over those uptight Latin pricks with resounding ultra stretched out elation. Dallas Muff. On my mind. Holla! And I feel fine. Hitting on edgy. Comedy record. 96. You're welcome, y'all. Holla! Thank you! Very much. Why would Hulu advertise HIV suppression Hills on Lego Masters of all shows. Holla! Only kids and 40-year-old virgins watch Lego Masters. So, wrong target audience. Holla! Plus, I don't see the flamboyant, pudgy guy in the repeat HIV suppression pill commercials. Socially distancing himself 
from carbs ever, let alone showing a surging interest into overlapping brick techniques for added strength if he got HIV from not even bothering to single wrap his joystick with a Milky Way wrapper before taking the plunge into anal hole sex land as a precautionary life preserver measure for super spreader prevention's sake. Hitting on edgy. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Hitting on edgy. Holla! The best is yet to come. All of your 36D tits. Thank you! Very much! At the pizzeria with my son. Who's in need of a haircut. Some old random Italian dude. Ask my son. Girl or boy? And I say, that depends on you offering a swimming scholarship or not. Resist this calzone breath. Far from cheesy. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much! Soy can be good, but sucky soy tastes like flaccid impotence in your mouth. Holla! I picked my son up from martial arts class, and the uh, female teacher there with a pretty face and a beautiful smile who pulls off the short hair look, despite being a tad curvier, you know, the most, and she says to me, you've raised good eggs. Who's actually had the privilege of teaching all three of my kids so far. Later in the car, I say to my son, Arthur, can I marry your martial arts instructor? And he says, do what you want. Be the boss. Tony Danza lives. Holla! And I add, we need to go into the fortune cookie business together. ASAP. Kung Fu Lightning. Holla! Be the boss, be the boss, be the boss. Holla! Old school Eddie lives. Golden child forevermore. Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much! My daughter got incredibly upset today because some of her math nerd friends at school had gotten written up in the local newspaper. And I tried to calm her down afterwards and say, Look, Matilda, first, two people live in North Salem, so... Who gives a shit? Second, you've met one quant programmer. You've met them all. Plus, economists are fake news odds makers with zero balls and aren't getting comp for jack shit in Vegas. Ha! Bugsy Siegel clones, they're not. Hitting on edgy. Ha! Last, my mother got a perfect score. You know, Mimi? You know, me? Mimi? <laughs> That Mimi got a perfect score in her math SAT. But her judgment sucks. No offense, Lord. Because I told Mimi to invest in Google before its IPO was offered to the deplorable, unwashed masses. Pre-fake news. And Mimi blew it! So, like Hillary Hammertime Kankel says, what difference does it make? Ha! Hitting. On edgy. Thank you. Very much. 
after my son's teacher-parent conference, I'm convinced his teacher was flirting with me big time. Oh, why else would she say in the hallway soon after, Arthur, you didn't tell me how tall your dad was. In other words, I'll take his bird's eye view of my push-up perch bra anytime. Hitting on edgy. Holla! Thank you very much. Daddy, what's a pervert? Flexing your manhood without permission. Again and again. Holla! Specifically on the subway during rush hour. We're taking the uh, local 6 Lex line way downtown. Holla! Marv Albert lives. Thank you very much. My new turn on is older women with silver gray hair. I call them Wisdom Whiskers. Ha! Wisdom Whiskers can make you come like a prize horse from reading your mind like Yuri Geller. Ha! And this is Wisdom Whiskers reading my mind. He won't be anal about ass play if he takes forever to blow his load after my lockjaw love has kicked into hyperdrive. Ha! Wisdom whiskers can bend your dick like Professor X after regaining the use of his legs again in the form of a hornified, silver-haired fox chick who's capable of riding your joystick out of its socket if a stiff storm creeps up. She, he's Mutant freak ass. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much! I'm at Whole Foods with my kids, and I get wrapped up into staring at this magazine headline and say out loud to the you know, grocer worker scanning our groceries and say, Living without inflammation? Is that magazine article about avoiding your mother in law till your last dying breath? Holla! Whole Foods worker laughs. Long time! Ha! United we laugh. I approve it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Old school Chicago lives. Ha! Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much! Later, right at the pizzeria. An older woman takes an interest in me being tagged along by my beautiful stream of kids. And she says, all three are yours? And I say, I never mastered the art of the pump fake. Holla! Hitting on edgy. So-so milf laughs. Long time! Holla! Yesterday, daughter asked, Daddy, what does pansexual mean? And I say, Orlando Bloom trying to look semi-quizzical, serious, and elf ears. Holla! Earlier, my youngest son yells at his big sister for getting Katy Perry stuck in her head. He complains, Daddy, I'm going to beat up Tilda for the rest of my life for throwing me in Corn Blue Jail. And Corn Blue Jail, I've got Katy Perry stuck in my head 24-7. And I said, next time Katy Perry rings hardcore hunger rocks tell her to suck the hate speech and russian disinformation 
out of my new lease on life, Love Blaster first. Holla! If she's itching to trigger an early release on top of her money shot, freeing, bazooka blasting, beauties. Holla! Trump is ties to Russia. Duh! What mail order bride owner doesn't? Hitting on edgy. Holla! And this is an impression of Donald Trump and Melania handing out candy in front of the White House. Trump says, Would you like to know what Melania tastes like? Try some raw candy, kid. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much! So my kids try all the fancy cheese samples at the grocery store. And I say to my daughter, the Manchego was by far the scene stealer of them all. And a semi-busty blonde, significantly older than me, gal, sitting next to me at the grocery store, Dolly Line says, Manchego's always the scene stealer. So I use my uh, improv training at Second City and UCB and say, Yes! And I'd rather fuck a sheep giving birth to Manchego cheese than stick it in Madonna's droopy kick the can camel toe snatch these days. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Did Madonna become Ashley Judd's spirit animal overnight or what? Boom shakalaka! And... Enough with Ashley Judd claiming that she's a real victim of rape. Ooh, Ashley Judd refused to watch Harvey Hairclumps Weinstein shower himself down at his five-star suite at the Four Seasons. Granted, Ashley Judd is from Kentucky, where finger food is considered anything that tastes like your cousin's panties, plus... Growing up down in Kentucky, she does have plenty of experience judging fat pigs at the county fair. Hitting on edgy. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Hate speech, offense. Holla! What's freaking new? Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much! Why did the audio have to cut out when Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry were caught comforting Will Smith. <laughs> Did Denzel say, you try that shit with Spike Lee at the Vanity Fair Oscars bash and I'll jam your black privilege up your ass, son. You dig? Just keep the black Medusa away from me. She'd scare P. Diddy stiff with cucumbers on his eyes during a post-Beverly Hills hotel facial like Mila Kunis with no makeup on. Holla! Hitting on edgy. How did Tyler Perry comfort Will Smith without having Enough time for a Medea costume change backstage to promote his latest and greatest film, Bitch Slap, Happy White, starring Jawan Howard. Holla! And then Bradley Cooper trying to comfort Will Smith after Denzel and Tyler Perry failed to do so isn't too hilarious. Well, if I could act like I achieved any level of believable, sustained stiffage from sucking face or Lady Gaga for an extended period of time, you could pretend you're not a black supremacist entertainer like the rest of these days during the Oscars when you knew ahead of time you were going to win no matter what. And like the great Johnny Mac would say, you cannot be serious! Ha! Minnesota Congressional Rep Babyface Omar gonna work it out! 
can knock out Chris Rock with the hijab headbutt to his solar plex, for Christ's sake. Ah! Hitting on Edgy. Thank you very much. And uh, that same congressional rep, babyface, Omar, gonna work it out. How did she acknowledge the anniversary of Amy Winehouse's death on Twitter this year? Did she tweet, something happened to some devil horn concealing beehive sporting parasitical Jew bitch who exploited the great Palestinian songbook for all it was worth? Ha! Gershwin Brothers live. Hitting on edgy. Living on the edge. Aerosmith forevermore. Thank you! Very much! Assuming the Will Smith slap was a stage one, it wasn't a very convincing one. Jerry the King Lawler slapping Andy Kaufman over his chair on the Late Show with David Letterman, it wasn't. Apparently, all the brains in Hollywood died with Andy. Holla! Andy Kaufman lives because he staged his death in the first place, you gullible pieces of shit! Holla! Thank you! Very much! If the slap wasn't staged, then why did Chris Rock look less phased than when Adam Sandler showed up to his wedding in his finest pair of jam shorts? The worst part about Will Smith cashing in on his black entertainer privilege while doing his best to distance and downplay his ties to the hip-hop gay mafia is having to read in the New York Post about weird, weak, woke Howard Stern accused others of mental health issues compared to fake news deep perm head, who treats catching COVID as a death sentence worse than back-end entry into the Dallas Buyers Club. Watch the leather, man! Holla! Just come in my mouth instead. McConaughey lives. Thank you! Very much! The same weird, weak, woke Howard who never dared to criticize the Thug Lives Matter Most Protest. Holla! Two billion dollars with the damage later. Or say anything remotely critical. But the Russian collusion tales with less legs than Lieutenant Dan. Out of fear of being disinvited for many more two-bite chicken parm dinners at Jimmy Kimmel's house. Holla! But hey, it's all good! According to P. Diddy. After Chris Rock and Will Smith reconciled at the Vanity Fair Oscars bash because it's all love. Like Will Farrell ending his $100 million friendship with director, producer, writer, star Adam McKay because he dared to cast John C. Riley over him as Dr. Buss in winning time. Brilliant decision on Adam McKay's behalf to cast John C. Riley over the father from the Lego movie. <laughs> Adam McKay directed the big short so Will Farrell can go woke himself too. Long time! Out of character during interviews, Will Farrell exudes the personality of a blah-breath Amy Schumer. Ha! Will Farrell is somebody who deserves a bitch slap over forsaking his friendship with Adam McKay for a part in HBO. Not the great Chris Rock, who Netflix can no longer afford to pay with just one rib. Ha! How much for just... One rib. Ha! Wayne's Brothers forevermore. Thank you very much. 
regardless of Chris Rock losing anti-establishment cred after he shilled for Governor Cuomo as a clot shot pusher man shamer like the rest, but nobody's perfect. Or why else would any woman willingly bang Andrew? No, I won't jump off my own bridge, Cuomo. Last time I checked, the Italian reptilian inside, a.k.a. the thug in Armani, still looks like the thing in Mama Fratelli from the Goonies had a baby. Ha! Now that's an Oscar punchline worthy of the great Chris Rock because Amy Schumer ain't no moral compass of civility either. She thinks the group who voted for Huma Liquor Breath, that being Hillary Hammertime Cankles, are the smart ones. Despite Cankles failing to sell 64 million branded races at the time of why baby boomer mom knows best. Ha! But Amy Schumer still thinks Hillary lost to Trumpy Poop because of Russian collusion. That's funny. I thought Hillary lost because she's an unhuggable cunt. My bad. But it takes one to know one. Right, Amy? I guess Hillary deleted that memo too. Tony Clifton shits on. Ha! Hitting on Edgy. Thank you very much. Pacifist, the kid. Holla! Emilio, forevermore. He told Disney to go woke themselves after their COVID clot shot mandate. So let's give some love for Emilio. Holla! Men at work. Thank you very much. The new state motto for New York State should be the nanny nappy state. Holla! And Florida should change their new state motto to Florida. Gotta love it. Holla! In DeSantis we trust. Thank you very much. And Vermont needs to change their state motto from the green state to CBD oil only. Bernie Sanders couldn't even make Vermont great for potheads on vacation. Ha! Connecticut, the new New York. Boshakalaka, Delaware. Your Nazi gold is safe with us. Boya tribe! Hitting on edgy. Thank you very much. According to Chris Rock, the worst thing about COVID is not being recognized in a mask. But how difficult is it to remain inconspicuous when you're the only black guy living in Montclair, New Jersey, besides Mary J. Blige, according to Chris? Holla! At this point, I don't want my son to be friends with anybody whose mom calls her son a self-professed pacifist. Holla! Like his mom gave the kid a fighting chance to begin with. Booyah, tribe! After just one play day for 40 minutes max, I couldn't tell if this long-haired, greaser, hipster kid was an androgynous bar wench from Game of Thrones or a testosterone-intolerant she transplant from Brooklyn like the rest. The kid looked so strung out skinny, you'd think the mom's umbilical cord's only source of nutrition was time-release Adderall. Ha! How can Antifa... Before vaccine mandates. I don't get it. I don't get it. Ha! Big lives. A, Antifa strikes me as it's better to burn out than fade away. Type A, 
arsonist types? Holla! If Antifa is anti-fascist, then why would they fight against anti-vaccine mandate protesters in Boston from Southie who were fortunate enough to be Marky Mark's weed dealer like Turtle from Entourage before Dirk Diggler branched out into rapping and modeling and Calvin Klein briefs on money shot billboards plastered throughout Times Square? Ha! See, Antifa against vaccine mandate protesters sounds like they're pro-oppression, pro-suppression, and pro-enabling depression for all the moms and dads who are forced out of work this past Christmas because the CDC recommends means less to them than and Dr. Noki we trust. Holla! D, if Antifa wasn't in favor of suppression, they'd protest for the opening of safe spaces for jerking it at work in a post-Me Too world to prematurely cleanse its woke handlers of any unwanted boner attention lawsuits on their hands. Hitting on edgy. Holla! Thank you! Very much! The Ballad of Dirt Poor Durham. Fuck South Africa and Trevor Noah too. Holla! A white 45-year-old trust fund baby turned drug counselor star of Skid Row tells Howard Stern while calling in on his radio show claiming... He went to the same high school as Obama in Honolulu, stating, Howard, if Obama's such a baller, then why did he ride the bench at an all-Asian private school in Hawaii? Howard Stern, otherwise known as weak, woke, weird Howard Stern these days, says, what do you have against Trevor Noah? Jon Stewart didn't think you were talented enough to take over at the Daily Show reigns either. Thomas Blank says, when Obama was president, you never heard anyone pronounce with palpable, pronounced feeling while online at the post office. I love Barack Hussein Obama. Comedy Central executives felt the same way when they decided to re-sign Trevor Noah for the foreseeable future. But I'm supposed to care about what a South African has to say about race relations in America today? After all the riots during the Summer of Love honoring Thug Lives Matter Most, that's like taking natural birthing lessons seriously from Chaz Bono. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Thank you very much, Howard Stern laughs. So, who did you say you were again? A trust fund baby turned drug counselor star on Skid Row on the Bowery who hails from Durham, South Africa originally? But the Bowery on the Lower East Side has been cleaned up for years since Patty Smith's gay pimp hubby gave George Takai lockjaw love while taking a load off after hosting SNL once for Gay Asian American Appreciation Week. It was a short week. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Thank you very much! <laughs> short work week. Holla! George Takai lives. Thank you very much! Name is Thomas. Blanc Howard, but yes, I'm an ex-trust fund baby surfer from South Africa turned drug counselor, personality star after my mom cut me off for cop-blocking Jude Law from fucking my mom during the World Cup in Durham, South Africa. Once, that's correct. So I sold my surf gear and some gold-plated anal beads for a one-way ticket to JFK and went from being a billionaire dollar trust fund baby to an unemployed surf bum. 
crashing on benches in Washington Square Park almost overnight. It's a long fucking flight to get here from South Africa, mate. Especially when you dread the prospect of surviving on New York's mean streets. When your only survival skill prior was making an eight ball. Last pass, last call. While only hearing last call from the bathroom stall. Holla! While yelling, where's Hunter? Holla! I left my car to home. Who was going to pay for this shit? Thank you very much! But eventually, I kicked my addiction to non-stop blow because I couldn't afford it anymore. I no longer travel in those same circles. Sean Lennon and I used to be best blow buddies, for Christ's sake. Howard, this is my impression of John Lennon taking Sean for a stroll during his first day as a stay-at-home dad throughout Central Park. Choke on a fucking cucumber scone, Paul! Even primal scream therapy has its limitations, mates. Holla! And yes, the Bowery is a complete shithole again, Howard. Chinese-made fentanyls kill more crackers in this country than Taylor Swift kicking it with Lena Dunham on Instagram. Holla! You're a funny guy, Thomas. I should make you a new honorary member of our whack pack. Can't imagine how whacked out you sounded on the nose candy, bro. Bet you could talk circles around Russell Brand on Hunter Biden's extra strength Adderall that's turned him into the Jackson Pollock a blow painting. Holla! Thomas Blanc snaps back. Weird, weak, woke Howard dares to make fun of Sir Snort-a-Lot? Hunter? I didn't think you still had it in your perm head. For Hunter's birthday, when Jill said blow, he snorted the cake. Holla! And if a man is judged by the druggy, degenerate son he enables Howard, then how can Biden, a.k.a. Mr. Groper, a.k.a. Icky Shuffle, be such a good guy for never instructing Hunter to cut out knocking off strippers and creaming into his dead brother's wife seconds after the cremation ensued. Ha! Hitting on Edgy. But you don't dare go there, Howard, because you might get disinvited for more two-bite chicken parm dinners at Jimmy Kimmel's house. Ha! But you're the good guy, Howard, who's been tossing and turning since Artie Lang turned his nose into a piece of folded capicola, but dumping your starter, life, wife, and mother of your three children for Beth, who's a 6.9 by big gum tranny standards, makes you better than Trump for dumping Marla for Melania. Jerk off. Ha! A homeless guy yells in Thomas Blanc's ear, that payphone hasn't worked for years, man. And I thought I was a schizophrenic freak who had more voices than Robin Williams did on Bad Acid. Holla! Spiked by the merry pranksters. Pig pen forevermore. Turn on your love light. Thank you! Very much! Thomas Blanc eventually hopped on a hobo train to Nashville, Tennessee and hooked up a country star, Tim McGraw, after selling him on a crowdsourcing campaign called Hashtag Wine Racks for Winos. Holla! Used to lure the rapidly growing homeless population to take an interest in woodworking classes in exchange for some wine rack building tips only to become in-demand furniture designers for country rock royalty on the rise. Holla! Proving how even middle-aged trust fund babies from South Africa can survive on their own with a little help from former lushy singers married to real-life Barbies come to life. Ha! Tim McGraw lives. Thank you very much. Granted, this is no ballad of Curtis Lowe. Leonard Skinner lives. Ha! But dirt poor Durham 
no longer had to feel like a perpetual dirtbag parasite in life for feasting off his family's hard-earned fortune to get by and score his own piece of some key lime pie. Holla! Can I get a holla for the three-guitar attack? Leonard Skinner forevermore. Thank you very much. You learn by doing, and dirt poor Durham learned that doing blow into your 40s off a blank check from mommy and daddy was no way to claim superiority of any kind over Trevor Noah, regardless of being Obama in a hoodie with a slightly better writers at his disposal who insists Obama be good, did good things like rebranding ISIS, ISIL, so they'd sound more startup friendly in the New York Times. That's an Obama accomplishment for you. Holla! Hitting on Angie. Thank you very much. The masturbation equalizer. Holla! Hitting on Edgy. Thank you very much. Intelligence without ambition is a bird without wings. Salvador Dali lives. Holla! Thank you very much. Money equals middle finger power is what my dad always told me growing up in our quaint yet artistically loaded comedy grant house 15 minutes north of Manhattan within the bucolic historically tiny village of Croton Falls famous for being the birthplace of my dear dad's famous catchphrase can I get a holla for some holla on his do it all dad time podcast that ultimately got him a recording label deal to produce comedy record 100, Too Tall Jew, holla, on Blessed Records. And the rest is Comedy Gold Machine making history. Personally, I prefer the comedy record title, Bird's Eye View, Bitches. But Daddy thought that it was a tad long-winded, even for Bob Dylan's taste. At the Montreal Comedy Festival, Daddy got big laughs when he said, Sorry, Pops, but when you live in Arizona for a decade and counting and still haven't visited the Grand Canyon, you're... A fake news hippie. Holla! I don't care if your Bob Dylan station on Pandora suggests otherwise. Boom shakalaka! Visions of Johanna. Thank you! Very much! Still, growing up, Papa, my grandfather, nicknamed my daddy Waste of Height because my father is a 6'4 Jewish New Yorker whose only highlight when playing varsity basketball senior year was scoring 10 points against an old Japanese team, which isn't hard when the opposing players thought the pick and roll meant their choice of fish. Now my dad is being billed by Rolling Stone as Killer Set Cornbluth, while Variety Magazine hailed him as a new giant of late night after replacing Bill Maher with a new talk show called Seriously Clowning. Holla! So at this point in his life, my dad had every right to look down at any soul sucker dream detractor scumbag who tried to make him feel like a delusional crazy man narcissist for pursuing A-plus comedic glory with supreme middle finger power at his disposal. Holla! In addition to a middle finger power mansion located at the highest point in Bel Air next to Jerry Lewis's old school crib. So the shelf life behind Papa's degrading nickname, waste of height, in relation to his firstborn blossoming son, no thanks to his encouraged direction, had gone sailing! Holla! Dean Martin lives. Thank you very much. 
But Daddy is what you would call a late bloomer. We didn't start tasting big deal success till his late 40s. Bukowski lives. Ha! Combining that with a sexless marriage. With a man who's far from straight. Ha! On top of his mom wanting him to sling other people's garbage for a living as an actual sanitation worker instead of him slinging his own a plus Jeremy jokes for a living one day, combined with in-laws who force-fed Eucharist on his Jew blood tainted kids behind his back without confessing to their priest about it or getting addicted to Ambien for having to admit their sins to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, about that stab in the back, Jewy, grubby, Deceitful move. Ha! Thank you! Very much! <laughs> Combined with zero creative collaborators outside of his own children during his five-year journey into the wilderness while kicking his decade-long addiction to Adderall for good, thank God, resulted in creating a tsunami of resentment-fueled rage that almost burnt out what love spreader light that existed left in my dear dad's endlessly beautifying beyond spiritualized, projecting soul before it was too late. Because of that, Daddy did everything in his power to ensure I established moonbeam blast shot goals early as possible compared to his mother urging her artist son to settle and shoot for shit by chucking the joke writing and performing career all together and become a full-time garbage man like Magic Johnson's father in Lansing, Michigan. Obviously, Magic's dad is a stellar example of being a God-loving, do-it-all dad done good. Still, Magic's dad also slung other people's trash so his son wouldn't have to. Similar to my dad's father slapping over the GW Bridge for 25 years, only to get nickeled and dimed by the likes of Potomka Pickles while working as a VP of sales for a plastics and glass company in Union, New Jersey, otherwise known as the Swamp Thing State, so his firstborn wouldn't have to follow in those stink-laden steps and blaze a new trail. A funny man innovation to derive prideful enrichment from of some kind on his own. But what really pissed off my dad was Papa resisting the notion that I had genius potential in me because his wasteless height son was too much of a mongoloid moron in his eyes to birth such a star-powered, out-of-this-world ceiling, capable of moving millions with my own powers of imagination, poetic lift, and storytelling-powered song. And Daddy went to Ithaca College, which he'd write as Cornell's retarded next-door neighbor. But he graduated from the distinguished Bridge Park School of Communications, so he could suck down some bingers of extra-strong Tompkins County outdoor weed and avoid stuttering every other two seconds. I love the idea of going to Columbia growing up, yet Daddy viewed Manhattan as yesterday's news and planted the idea of me attending Williams University in Massachusetts instead because former owner of the Yankees, George Steinbrenner, otherwise known as The Boss, was a famous alumnus and larger-than-life New York-bred personalities like Steinbrenner don't get any more big-time than that. Ha! Plus, Daddy loved the stand-up comedian Jim Norton, who claimed Boston women were the best to slay with. Also, Uncle John's wedding, a.k.a. Sir Snortalot. Daddy said, God gave my younger brother more second shots at respectable redemption than what George Steinbrenner gave Steve Howe. Ha! Which got goonish at the time. Plus, I remember my dad driving us to Manhattan go skating at 30 Rock once on my birthday. He points at the New Yankee Stadium off the Deegan and says, Look, Matilda, the New Yankee Stadium, the house that gentrification built. 
I knew all about Reggie Jackson, otherwise known as Mr. October, who hit not one but three first-pitch baseball homers in 1979 to clinch the World Series for the Yankees at the original Yankee Stadium, otherwise known as the house that Ruth built. I also knew that Babe Ruth had the most homers during his day, but had the most strikeouts too, because there's nothing half-assed about the Babe went down swinging, coming through in the clutch with his back against the wall, like the great Messier, Derek Jeter, Al Capitan, Andy Pettit, Eli Manning, and Frank Sinatra. All the way! Holla! Daddy imparted the lesson of why New Yorkers have big-time egos for a reason. That includes his adopted sons that are able to thrive in the big city, too. Holla! When Daddy actually contemplated moving our family to Texas during year two of COVID, I said, Daddy, how many great comedians are from Texas? Daddy said, Bill Hicks and Sam Kinison. I say, Bill Hicks only made me laugh once, and Sam Kinison had one good comedy record from start to finish. That was pure stand-up without the cheesy Wild Thing cover song on it. That's it. Now, name me star comedians from New York. Daddy says, Rodney Dangerfield, Andrew Dice Clay, Lenny Bruce, Woody Allen, Mel Brooks, Greg Giraldo, Joan Rivers, George Carlin. Have I injected myself into the conversation yet? Ha! All right, you're right. Texan comedians suck compared to native New Yorkers. Joe Rogan included. I agree. For some time, I just wanted to be a singer and write my own song. Singing in pubs like Amy Winehouse. Not developing the heroin addiction yet. My dad insisted I become an A-plus student and accept no other goal acceptable so he could boast to his new comedy manager and rapper friends in South Africa where his new record label was located that his daughter went to Williams College, which rocks the old world King Solomon royal purple look. Ha! Electric Lady Land lives. And my do-it-all dad thought the deep purple look exuded an edgy, deep, suave vibe similar to Jimi Hendrix's head-tripping beanbag within the mixing room at Electric Ladyland Studios in Manhattan. Holla! Where they recorded Kiss Destroyer. Holla! Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys, we playing all night. Holla! Peter Chris forevermore. Thank you! Very much! Daddy also had a black and white picture of famed writer-director Billy Wilder in his old office where the famed writer-director of Ace in the Hole and Fortune's Cookie was marching in his office with his talking stick of sorts as his famed screenwriter partner Charles Brackett is on the writer's couch. Let him go along again. It was another Williams alum that helped co-write Sunset Boulevard, which is good work if you can get it. Ha! American songbook in the motherfucking house. Thank you very much. The other line, Daddy, would always pound on my cranium. Growing up was from Stephen Soderheim, which is God is in the details. And the famous Broadway composer, lyricist, graduated from Williams too. So dumb, dumb burnouts didn't even bother to apply. Reality is, I almost never got into Williams College, nor ended up becoming the female Carl Jung of my day post-COVID damage done. Ha! After graduating magna cum laude, after triple majoring in English, psychology, and philosophy, achieving the trifecta of liberal arts lunacy, I know, but I believe it, but believe it or not, my fate at Williams became sealed, not because of my college essay, where I insist Carl Sagan was mothered by a starless atheist cunt who gave boogerface Behar in the view a whiff of semi-respectability in comparison for a change. Holla! When she asked Don Lemon why he was nothing more than another race war inciting scumbag like Josie Smollett minus the side card. Ha! After she got a red pill by Russell Brand from turning her on 
the Do It All Dad Time podcast during Bisexual Pride Appreciation Month, I think. Holla! Actually pursuing the harder, less shit-laden path started by Daddy after he posted an ad on Craigslist for a jerk buddy in search of more than a friend. Why did I post an ad for a jerk buddy on Craigslist? Because I thought it was a healthy alternative to laughing at my own material on the couch after my daughter was tucked in before breaking up with my wife of 11 years. Again and again, a 45-year-old divorced comedian says to his chesty, red-headed psychologist who's an English and psychology major at Williams College herself. Mara Weitzman, the psychologist from, from Williams, says, what if I jerk off your ego instead of some like random stranger on Craigslist who would give Jim Norton the creeps? Do it all that. Now, a divorced, still struggling comedian living on the couch of his film grip bud in Ridgefield, Connecticut, who wants to be the Bill Graham of death metal festivals in upstate New York one day, says, does my health insurance cover that added expenditure on my behalf? Psychologist Mara Weitzman says, remember the time you talked about the first hand job you got from Carolyn Verdicchio in Cotswold Park, which you nicknamed Actionless Park in your bit at the Montreal Comedy Festival about how you're no gentle giant or else why would you insist on staying home to ignore your kid for the privilege of writing more jokes while choking your wife too hard financially again and again? Holla! You describe your first hand job as a throbbing extension of your brutal... You describe your first hand job as a throbbing extension of your brutishly rough personality to the point where she almost skinned your pussy rocker rearranger into while your jeans kick wildly in the mud like a hard-headed hog in heat. I ain't nothing but a hound dog! Elvis lives. Holla! Well, what if we reenact that moment right now? I played the steel guitar going up in Plano, Texas, so I've got stronger hands than most. Let me see if I could yank out that rough side from you again for good. I'll even put in a good word for your daughter at Williams College during admission season. Dude all dad drops his pants and says, I don't feel like such a self-centric jerk-off anymore. Holla! Mara Weitzman. You're the only masturbator equalizer for me. Now rip off that top and start jerking it like it's 1999. Holla! Prince lives. I'll give those busty beauties a liberal load to boast about. When you pump up my long-term endowment potential to your fellow alum members after I blow you away with a blast of teen spirit of my own. Kurt Cobain lives. Holla! Mara screams in extreme anticipatory ecstasy. Nirvana, come rain on me. Holla! Who lives? Minutes later, psychologist Mara Weitzman buttons up her top and puts her murky stained glasses back on and says, See you next Tuesday. Do it all, Dad. Williams College will be lucky to have your daughter attend next fall. If she follows after your money-blasting footsteps. Holla! Hitting on edgy. Thank you! Very much.